welcome to this episode of Cold Talk. I'm your host, Cole Martins, and thank you guys for joining me here today. For the latest information on the show, you can follow me on Twitter and like me on Facebook at Cold Talk. That is at C-O-L-E-D-T-A-L-K. On there, you can message me questions or topics like to hear in the show. You can even tweet with me during the events. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. Also, don't forget to hit the subscribe and or follow button to get alerts when the newest episodes are released. You can find the podcast on all major platforms, including Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Deezer, iHeartRadio, and all the other major platforms out there. Also, I'd like to thank my brother, Landon Martins, for the amazing artwork on the page. And to see some more of his work, you can visit his Instagram at Mr. Fancy Land. That is at M-R-F-A-N-C-Y-L-A-N. Coming up on today's episode, we're talking about a little bit of wrestling as we go talk about WWE NXT on November 8, 2022. The major match on the night was for the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions as Chance and Carter, the Tag Team Champs, take on Lions and Stark. Also, we had JD McDonough take on Axiom in that one. That was a fantastic match. We'll go over that one a little bit later here. Then Grayson Waller effect had guest Braun Breaker and Von Wagner, who will be going for the fighting each other for the NXT Championship next week. Also, we had some other big matches happening throughout the night, but we'll go over all those here in a little bit. Uh, kind of was a show where we had some big moments, and the show picked up every time uh, as the show went on, it seemed like. But the beginning was a lot of enhancement talent that had some chance to shine a little bit in this one. Kind of what happened on like Monday Night for Raw, where we had a lot of people who usually in catering had a chance to come out because of everything that was happening at Crown Jewel. They did a little bit of that for this week, because next week is a very big week for NXT. We'll go over that one a little bit later as well. But we'll start off with the main event of the night, which is for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships, which was Caden Chance and, uh, excuse me, Katana Chance and Caden Carter taking on... Uh, Lions and Tony and Stark, uh, both these, uh, four of these women, very great competitors in the ring, can move very well, every single one of them, and it was a fun match between everybody, uh, but Nikita Lyons was in the ring trying to do what she could do, but she almost took out Stark at one point, we would see Carter, this was a very good back and forth match between these two, you honestly could not know who was going to win, uh, but again, once again, once the Carter and Chance, the true tag team in this fashion, took advantage, they did everything they could to win, and they did exactly that as they hit their neck break, neck breaker 450 splash for the win on that was on Starks. And we've seen Lions get taken out by both of them, so pretty much she was out of contention in this one and loud. Chance and Carter to pick up the victory and retain the tag team championships, which I thought was a good decision. Let them keep on winning because they've been looking pretty good, and I like them as a women's tag team. I think they need a promising tag team here in the women's division. I think NXT's been doing better with their tag team division for women-wise compared to the main roster. So hopefully the NXT can keep that going. Uh, but things did change at the end of this one as we've seen Starks finally turn on her partner, Lions, as she took her out at the end of the match. Beat the hell out of her at the end and blamed her for the losing that match. Even though I think she's taken each of the pins in these matches. I don't know. Actually, Lions did take the last pin in the last match, I believe, if I'm correct. Again, don't quote me on that one. But uh, either way, they lost both matches. Starks is getting sick of losing with her uh, former friend. Beat the hell out of her. And pretty much setting up a new rivalry between these two, which will be a fun one, I think. Both these women, very great in singles action. So glad to see they're going to be going back to singles action. So it'll be great to see what these two will be able to do, as I believe they will probably be facing each other at NXT deadline coming up here in about a month. So that should be a fun match to watch when we get to that opportunity. Uh, also, we'll see who is next for Chance and Carter, who will be ready to go in the tag team division for them, as I'm guessing they will be defending their titles at that pay-per-view as well. But again, congratulations to Chance and Carter on retaining their NXT Women's Tag Team Championships. I'll be interested to see where the Lions and Starks goes from here on out. Up next, we easily had the match of the night, which was J.D. McDonough taking on Axiom as these two 
burnt the place down within this match. They were doing crazy things left and right, getting this crowd going quite a bit in this one. Also, uh, setting things up in this match, McDonough was making fun of the injuries Nathan Frazier uh, had in front of Axiom, which kind of got him a little more angry. And we've seen these two go back and forth throughout the match and hitting crazy move after crazy move. Both these guys building up their stocks a lot in this match. It was absolutely incredible. It was just reversal after reversal after reversal after reversal until finally the evil man himself, McDonough, got advantage of Axiom and got him in with one of his submission moves and got it started being throughout the match. He was going after that knee. Finally, he would end up getting a knee. I think it was about a, some sort of knee, knee like a Boston Crab, like a half Boston Crab on him, and bent the knee all the way back to his heel, touched the ground, which made it almost feel like that he popped his knee out of place and had him had to call the match that way, which gave McDonough the win. Again, McDonough being the technician that likes to fit, uh, physically adjust people's body parts and figure out their weak spots and then take them out. That's what he did in this one. And again, another great match by McDonough. It seems like he has not been failing at all here. In NXT, I wouldn't be surprised if this guy is the NXT champion here within the next year. He's been absolutely incredible. He might be the NXT champion next month, actually. As I'll go over that a little bit more in details a little bit later on. Uh, but again, things keep on going McDonough's way. And he keeps on proving himself in the ring. I it, I could definitely see him taking out Braun Breaker here sooner rather than later. But again, McDonough, Exium both got great job in the ring. Both of them proving their worth here in NXT. As McDonough, once again, looking brilliant. As we'll see what leads for him next in NXT. Speaking of our NXT champion, he was on the Grayson Waller Effect show with Von Wagner, who will be his opponent next week for the NXT championship as the two big men stood face-to-face as they finally got involved with each other. Uh, Wagner, I think, was able to get get a couple punches in that went after each other for a tiny bit. Nothing too crazy in it. Uh, but again, I was kind of surprised that Von Wagner was that good on the mic. Uh, usually he ain't too good of a talker. We've seen that from the... Uh, some of the stuff he has, uh, gifts of and all that stuff like that, things he said. Uh, but again, he looked a lot better on the mic this time around. I was kind of actually pretty pleased with that one. Uh, he didn't have to use Mr. Stone as a voice uh, microphone for him. He could actually talk himself, which is a good thing. And I think he sold the match pretty well for next week as he even got some solid uh, contact in the breaker in this exchange, which made him seem a little bit more interesting as well. But here's the thing that is intriguing me the most. Uh, Wagner... Probably going to lose that match to Braun Breaker next week. But here's the thing. We had a Twitter video having a proud Cruz talk about how he's ready to face uh, Braun Breaker for the championship as soon as he returns to the U.S. Waller talked about how he wants to face for the NXT championship sooner rather than later here. Then we had McDonough, who's looking absolutely incredible, who's looking to go for the NXT title here. So I think we are going to be setting up for a Fatal 4 match here at deadline between Breaker, Cruz, Waller and McDonough, which I would absolutely love that match. I think that'd be a fun match to watch. And that might be the time where McDonough takes over and Mike Braun Breaker might be getting moved up before the Royal Rumble here to get him on the main roster. Maybe get him to a WrestleMania shape here. We'll have to wait and see. But I think a lot of great things are getting ready to come here on December 10th for NXT deadline. I think that might be the deadline for Braun Breaker's title hold possibly. But again, we'll have to wait and see how these weeks build up. But I believe we are setting up a fatal four-way at deadline between those four guys I just mentioned. Then we had the five-minute challenge between Brutus Creed and Damian Kep, as the, of course, the Creed brothers who were able, uh, Julius Creed, who was able to beat Kemp at the Halloween Havoc pay-per-view uh, in the ambulance match, which allowed Brutus Creed to get five minutes after Kep. And uh, as soon as uh, Kep walked down to the ring, we had Brutus attack him, beat him up outside the ring until he got him in the ring, which then the five minutes began, and Brutus controlled this match for the majority of it. Then once uh, Kep got, took a little bit of advantage, he got, tried to decide to go grab a steel chair. When he grabbed that chair, we 
Brutus was able to reverse it and take it from him and decided why not. He hit him with a steel chair. So technically he took the loss in the five-minute challenge, but he beat the living hell out of him with that steel chair, just like Kev did in the past to Brutus. So he had fun with it. And even though he took the loss, it was a great way to take the loss because he at least was able to get his revenge and more than likely uh, avenge what happened and ending this rivalry. As you know, it's going to be the end of the rivalry because after he, he was done with Kemp, we've seen Sangha and Veera Minahad outside on the stage staring down at the Creed Brothers and that's going to be a big point match between those two. So can't wait to see that one go down. That one probably going to be happening at deadline as well. That or the paper, uh, show after deadline I would say depending on if they have enough room on the card at deadline. So we'll have to see. I usually they only have six matches on those NXT cards. But again we'll have to wait and see what's going to happen between these two but that one should be a fun match to watch as the Creed Brothers will take on Saga and Veer Mahan. Next, we have the match that began the night, which was Cameron Grimes taking on Joe Gacy with Chisholm at ringside. And this one was literally getting another little back and forth match between these two. A pretty good uh, outing by both these guys. Uh, but the key thing was the friends outside the ring for Joe Gacy. As Schism got involved, as Elva Rain was able to get in there and uh, trip Cameron Grimes as he was going to the top rope. Knock him down, which allowed Joe Gacy to hit his head and spring clothesline for the win in this one. Uh, again, Elva Rain showing her worth for this team. And can't wait to see her in the ring because she is absolutely incredible on the mic. You can, you can tell she gets it from her dad. It's obvious that she got she took some lessons from her dad on the mic because she has been really, really good so far. And I'm very impressed with what she's been able to do. Kind of excited to see what she's been able to do in the ring as well. But so far, she has been a good story to talk about. And I can't wait to see what she is able to do in the ring when she gets the opportunity. Probably a month or so before she gets in the ring. But overall, this should end the rivalry between Joe Gacy and Grimes. Now that Gacy has took him down once again. Showing that they have the numbers that Grimes ain't going to be able to keep up with them. Of course, I wouldn't be surprised if Grimes got some teams somehow. We had a 4-on-4, 8-man uh, tag team match in this one mixed tag team. Uh, but again, I think that it's time that they move on from this. And I think that it's time that... Uh, Dyad gets some gold and maybe Gacy going for the North American Championship at well at some point here. I think it would be a good idea. Maybe not right away to kind of not push things because, again, Wesley just became the North American Champion. Uh, but the Dyad, I could see definitely going for those state team championships sooner rather than later. I think that would be a fun uh, match to see him get that. And then the Grizzly Young Vets, the team that everybody's wanted to see for tag teams as a while, if they become the tag teams of Dyad, I think it's still a great accomplishment. I think people will be very happy about that one still as well. So we'll see if they will be able to get away after those tag team championships sooner rather than later. But again, we'll see what leads for the future here of Elva Reign and when she'll get her first match here in NXT. Next, we had Andre Chase with Chase U taking on uh, Charles Dempsey. Uh, this one, we had uh, pretty much Andre Chase in backstage getting pumped up uh, by her friends back there at Chase U. As Duke Hudson, the one who's just joined the group, filling in for the, uh, I can't remember who the guy that got kicked out of there. But he uh, took over his spot in the group. And throughout this match, it looked like it was a back and forth match. But Dempsey took control, had his, uh, went in on a little fury for a quick second. Then got a submission, ar arm trap submission in there. And then translation to a cross face. Duke Hudson kept on asking, can you go, can you get it? Can you get to the rope? And Duke Hudson just grabbed a towel and threw it into the ring, calling a forfeit for Andrew Chase, who was not too happy about that one. Uh, it, was a, it was a good match, I'll just say that, and I am impressed by Charlie Dempsey. I think he's going to be a great superstar in NXT sooner rather than later here. I thought he looked very impressive. Uh, but again, uh, it was a unique finish, so I'll give NXT some good credit on that one as well, too. But they're easily setting up a thing between Andre Chase and Duke Hudson here in the future. Duke Hudson looks like he's getting ready to destroy uh, Chase U, or attempted to destroy Chase U again, getting rid of one of, kind of teasing, getting rid of one of the key 
people in the group when, they, of course, he got released from WWE, but trying to kind of show them, make a little storyline out of it as well. So it'll be interesting to see what's going to end up happening between Andre Chase and Chase U with Duke Hudson. Next, we had uh, Channing Stacks Lorenzo with Tony D'Angelo at ringside taking on Hank Waller. Uh, pretty easy match, short match. I guess you call it a squash match is two because Stacks pretty much dominated this one and beat up the former security guard in NXT. Uh, again, still needs some time to improve. I think Channing Lorenzo as a single star, it's, people aren't fully behind him right now. He's looked good in the ring, though. I'll give him credit on that one. He has looked a lot better in the ring. Uh, but again, I think he still needs time to improve. He's going to be a mid-card guy, probably until Tony Angelo does come back. But again, he's looking pretty decent in there right now. I would say he's pretty good in the ring, but still has some things to learn as time goes on. But again, Stack uh, Channing Stacks Lorenzo picks up the win over Hank Waller in pretty much a squash match. And we had another squash match on the night, and that was Electra Lopez taking on Sol Raku, Rikoa, Rika, Rikoa, I can't, okay, whatever it is. Either way, uh, Sol uh, was in the ring pretty much, uh, pretty much got beat up by Electra Lopez. Both these two, both pretty green developing women, so both of them pretty much trying to learn as things go on. As pretty much Sol got beat up in this one, she got taken out by a powerbomb by Lopez, which gave her Lopez the win. But uh, setting up a new rivalry in this one is Indy Hartwell ended up attacking Lopez after the match started to brawl in the ring. The two women would end up getting separated and probably setting up a future match between those two. Probably on an NXT show, I believe. I don't think they're going to do that on the pay-per-view. Uh, but again, trying to get Lopez built up here a little bit. She's now left title, so we'll see if she can do get a singles run going for her by herself instead of being with that group because again she was pretty green for soul she is again still trying to learn it's gonna be a while for her to get i think into a, out of the greenness out of her get developed here in nxt these matches kind of just give her time to be on tv and make sure she's not forgotten and get some time to kind of get some on-air opportunities so again not expecting too much from her here in the future if she's going to be more of a development talent helping other people out get better but as she kind of gets the chance to learn in the ring and be out on tv she should develop uh each week as we get to see her so again won't be expecting too much from soul to in this whole division overall uh some other things that happened on the night alba fire pulled uh took out uh janet jace jen uh jc uh, in a nearby mall and attacked her during the video call with mandy rose kind of showing alba fire has taken out Toxic Attraction, and now that she's going to have Manny Rose all to herself next week in their NXT Women's Championship match, which could be an opportunity for Alba Fire to take that title away from Mandy Rose. We'll have to wait and see, but let's, we'll, if that's the main event on the night, I would say Fire might take that title from Mandy Rose, but again, we'll have to wait and see. Also, in a vignette, the former T-Bar promised to deal out justice to everyone in NXT, so again, we'll have to see who, if Dajovic will be Dajovic or be something else when he comes back to NXT. We'll have to wait and see, but... Again, I'd be expecting he comes back the show after uh, the deadline pay-per-view or the show before. We'll have to, again, wait and see on that one. Also, we've got some more things from Scripps as he in interrupted NXT by turning off all the lights and having uh, like a Star Wars scroll on all the, me the Megatron and all throughout the arena. So that was very interesting. Pretty cool thing as well. So that should be setting up something here sooner or later for him as I believe he'll be coming either the show before or after uh, the paper a premium live event as well. Also, Corner Jade set up a rivalry with Wendy Chu as they talked about uh, pretty much how she is friendless and that she needs to gather around other people because she's the unpopular person. So again, probably setting up a rivalry between Cora Jade and Wendy Chu. Again, don't expect that one to be on the pay-per-view at all either. That should be just be NXT show's rivalry. And also, Kiana, uh, Kiana James also confronted uh, Fallen Henley in her bar, talking about how she wanted to buy it. Haley refu Henley refused to do it, so that should set up a rivalry between James and 
Henley here in the future. So we'll see what those two can do in the ring. Again, just an XT rivalry in that one overall. But uh, setting up uh, quite a few rivalries and some uh, vignettes throughout the show. So it should be very interesting to see where all those will lead to. But again, a big week next week for NXT. Alba Fire is going to take on Mandy Rose for the NXT Women's Championship. We will also have... Braun Breaker defending his NXT championships against Von Wagner. I believe there's an, another big match that I can't think of off the top of my head right now, but there's a, quite a, it's a big card next week for NXT, and I expect next week we'll probably get the announcement that we'll be having a Fatal 4-Way match as well. Oh, that's the major, that's the major thing that happened to talk about. Shawn Michaels is going to confront the crowd in NXT Universe next week, or NXT fans, I don't know what they call it, but either way, he's going to talk to everybody on NXT in the ring next week, so it's apparently some big news, so I'm wondering, people are saying it might be NXT is going to be on the move once again, uh, going to be at other locations for their pay-per-views, which would be fantastic they did that, I'd like if they do it a little bit more instead of just being at the Performance Center, I think that'd be great to see, uh, but again, we'll have to wait and see what Shawn Michaels has to say, but overall, I think a pretty good night of NXT wrestling in this one. Uh, I started off a little slow in my opinion, but as the night built down, it got better and better as we had some great segments and matches at the end of the night. I think it worked out pretty well, but overall, I thought it was a fun show at NXT. Again, built up a little slow, so if you watched the beginning, I could understand why you got a little, a little bored at first. But as the show went on, things got a lot better and got a lot more entertaining. So if you tune in for the second hour of the show, you were given a pretty good treat in that one. But overall, next week should be a fun week as well. There's a lot of titles on the line. A lot of songs and good action is going to happen, so can't wait for NXT next week. But that is all the wrestling I have to talk about here today. Thank you guys for joining in with me. For the latest information on the show, you can follow me on Twitter and like me on Facebook at Cold Talk. That is at C-O-L-E-D-T-A-L-K. On there, you can message me questions or topics you'd like to hear in the show. You can even tweet with me during the events. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. Also, don't forget to hit the subscribe and or follow button to get alerts when those newest episodes are released. Again, those episodes and the podcast are available on all major platforms, including Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Deezer, and iHeartRadio. Also, a little preview of the episodes that are going to be coming up here. Uh, later on today, I'll be also releasing my AEW Dynamite uh, review of last night's ep- uh, Wednesday's episode, should say, of AEW Dynamite. Then we will be skipping the Saturday show on SmackDown because I will be out of town. So I'll talk a little bit about SmackDown. We go over to Tuesday when I talk about Monday Night Raw. So I'll talk, try to talk about what I can about SmackDown. Some of the major things that happen. We'll avoid the little things. Just go over the tiny things from that one. Just get, get everybody to make sure it's on the same page for that. Also on Tuesday, I'll be talking about my sports podcast. We'll be talking about the NFL, college football, also NBA, NHL, MMA, which we have UFC 281 happening this weekend. So I'll go over the results for that one as well. So everything that's going on in sports that's major, we'll be talking about that. Maybe we'll get into a little World Cup as well, as that is going to be coming up here in just a couple of weeks. Crazy, that is coming real quickly. So we'll talk about that all on Tuesday. When we wrap back for Wednesday, I'll be talking about what's happening in the NFL in Week 11. Do a whole show on that one. Talk about what happened Week 10 and my predictions for Week 11 as well. And also, we'll talk about NXT on Wednesday. Hopefully, next week, when things don't get too crazy and I get pushed behind. But we'll be trying to talk about everything on the days that I'm talking about right now. Then we wrap around back to Thursday, where we'll be talking about AEW Dynamite. But again, make sure you subscribe or follow to get alerts when those episodes are released. Once again, I'm your host, Cole Martins. Thank you guys for tuning in. And you guys all have a great day.